welcome to episode 147 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm Weekend Janelle. For a moment. So, it's uh, another day, another dollar, as Santa Claus says in <laughs> Santa Claus Conquered the Martians. Which we just watched. Yes. Uh, it's just classic Santa Claus, you know. <laughs> a lot of like inappropriate and fake laughing in that movie. It's great. Inappropriate? Well, at inappropriate times. Oh yeah. The whole movie is inappropriate. Yeah, it's fantastic. Kidnapping. That's what I mean. Like the kids are laughing when they're being held captive on another planet by these like horrible alien monsters. With really bad makeup. Yeah, that's great. Well we'll get to that later on. But first we've got some news to tackle. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, depending on what phone you have. Or maybe you use an app like Stitcher or TuneIn. That's been brought to our attention this week that our show takes longer to propagate to certain platforms over others. So... Google Podcasts, it, like this week, our last episode took a couple days longer to get there than it does on others. So if you're listening on Google Podcasts, um, hello from a couple days in the past. Um, we've been here a little bit. You can always go to our website or the other places to get it before then if you're anxious. But, you know, if you're on a We're pattern, here. it doesn't really matter, it I guess. It really doesn't. But I never listen to podcasts on the day they come out. Yeah, well, if someone does... They're probably wondering why we always put our shows out on Friday, but really we put them out on Wednesday. <laughs> you can also email us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com as we got an email this week, so that's always appreciated. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and of course you can follow us on Facebook and join our Facebook group. Yes, welcome to the new people that liked our page and group this week. Yes, we appreciate it always. Always. Well, here's some other things that we appreciate. Um, it hasn't been, it's been a slow week around the house. I mean, not in a bad way, just a lot of relaxing and such. A lot of rain. Oh, I love the rain. Let me tell you, this, as a, like, teacher who loves the rain... I cannot handle the rain while I'm working. So this is like the best of both worlds, working from home and being yes. in the rain. Yes, and like, so Friday we had this huge rainstorm. I'm outside in the playroom so I could really hear it coming down. And then like, my students would be like, Mrs. Vecchio, is it raining hard there? I'm like, it's raining hard here. Is it raining hard there? And they were like, look out the window. And like, it was so cute. And then I didn't have to like, give up. My lunch break. It my breaks. Because that's why you don't like rainy days normally. Yeah, you know? like I'm inside all day. It's not like I get to go outside and like right. play. And the kids don't get to go and they out. They have so to come crazy. in early. They eat in the classroom. Like yeah, yeah. So it's been that's kind of <laughs> you know silver lining there. Little. A lot of, lot of rain, a little bit of snow even, yes. although it didn't stick too much. We had some fun playing in the snow. That was fun. That's a rare occurrence around here. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, we've been doing puzzles, our plup booking, puzzle Lego update plus scrapbooking mm -hmm. all mixed into there. Um, I 
finished my 1,500 piece puzzle. And you're on a really like weird. It's a 1,100 and I don't know 52 pieces or I something like that. I can see it from here. What is it? 1,155 55. piece puzzle. Yes. So if you remember correctly, a couple of years ago I did a 7,500 piece one. Immediately followed, and that took what 15 months. That was like. During the pandemic, you no, finished no, no. it. I finished it, right. But it was a couple <laughs> years ago that I started it. it was t- it two years? I yeah. thought it only took a little over a year. It took 15 year. months to finish it, which ended in uh, May of last year, I think. And then Sounds about right. Yeah, and so I started it in February of 2018. No, 2019. Or 19, rather. 2019. Right, I started in February 2019. It's almost two years now. From yeah, when I started the puzzle. When you started. That first one. So that was 7,500. Then I followed that up with a 5,000 piece. And then I followed that up with 3,000. Then 2,000. Then 1,500. Now I'm on the 1,155. Then I'll do 1,000. I'm going to keep going down. The final one, you guys, the reason I'm saying this is it's going to be very exciting. Very special. I've got a 100 piece puzzle. It's brand new. I've never done it before, but it's a vintage puzzle of uh, the Avonlea TV show. We'll be definitely tagging our good friends over at the Call Me Cordelia podcast mm-hmm. when we do so. I'm going to do the whole thing on a time lapse from start to finish. Yes. It's going to be it's very exciting. it's still shrink wrap. It's still shrink wrap, but it came out in like the 80s. And I found it in an Anna Green Gables museum in... Uh, Ontario. In Toronto, Ontario, outside Toronto, um, it, at Lucy Maud Montgomery's birthplace. It was really cheap. No, not her birthplace. Yeah. Sorry. That was where she lived when she was married. Yeah, when in she Toronto. was married to the pastor. We went to a lot of Lucy Maud Montgomery museums, so I they do, do blend together sometimes. love me some Lucy Maud Montgomery. <laughs> Don't call her Maud. Uh, I think it's the other <laughs> way around. Don't call her Lucy. Oh, she didn't like Lucy. That's right. We'll just call her Monty for short. <laughs> Um, so that's the conclusion. That will be the conclusion. So I'll tell you, I'll keep you posted on that. This one here is probably going to take me around three to four days tops. It's a shaped puzzle, which is cool. It's shaped like, um, like, uh, Big Ben. And it's got the Tower of London in it. It's a big, like, kind of bumpy shape, so. And it's a Ravensburger. It is. Good, good clickability. Um, any other news that we had this week? Well, I did get an update on uh, when the $100,000 AFE episode will be airing. That's right. So if you want to tune in to see if we won $100,000, you'll have to do it on Valentine's Day. Is it actually <laughs> airing on Valentine's Day? It's actually on Valentine's Day. Is that a Sunday? Day. Yeah. Okay. So at the very least, we know they'll be re-showing our video because it's yes. one of the uh, you know w- yes. winning ones. So. And if we're one of the top three, they'll show us. That's right. So again, February fourteenth on Sunday. Um, check your local listings because it was very different. different last time. Yeah, I don't think it'll be midnight here like it was before. I hope not. Well, that was like a special thing. It's not always. Like it's not usually that. midnight. I, that's pretty much it for the news, but we do have an important thing. We do. That's starting, uh, well, right now. So let's jump into 28 in 28. 28. That's right, guys. It is February. And it's time for 28 and 28 again. It used to be 
Then we did 28 and 28. Then last year we did 29 and 29 because it was a leap year. Mm-hmm. But we're back to 28 and 28 again. Now, for those that don't know what it is, uh, this is a health challenge that we've done each year. Um, now, we, as you probably know, we don't record and then post it live. That's silly. Um, and so we're recording before the first, just before. Uh, by the time this goes out onto the internet, it'll be just after the first. So we'll have already started it. You guys may have to play a little catch up. We, It snuck up on us. We probably should have announced it last week and it just yeah. came out of nowhere. You know, that's kind of how time has been lately. <laughs> like, I don't know what's coming up next. Valentine's Day? When's I Valentine's like, Day? And you got to plan ahead when you get everything shipped to you, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I should note, too, before we get into this, that, like, some people might be like, Phil doesn't know when Valentine's Day is, but we have a very different approach for Valentine's Day. We never, like, make a big deal about it. No. Not, like, in a bad way. Like, we hang out together and do stuff, but we don't do, like, big, like, romantic gestures. In fact, the closest thing to that is sometimes we've decided to make a fun purchase for ourselves like we'll be like oh we should get this like for instance that's when we got our big freaks uh, and the geeks. freaks and geeks yearbook edition um back when that came out or whatever so we'll decide on some thing to get together but we don't maybe some patio furniture maybe it's february so it's discounted yeah maybe that sounds and we fun. have to hang out outside for who knows how long so that's the kind of thing we do. Not that we're not romantic, but for whatever reason that we've just kind of decided, like, we don't need to prove anything. We're romantic every day. That's right. And it's enough to, like, keep up with surprising Janelle for her birthday and Christmas. Same thing with our anniversary. Like, we always do fun stuff together, but we, like, plan it together. We don't, like, surprise yeah. each other. Yeah. we Anniversary and Valentine's Day, we, we It's do a mutual together. celebration. And then Mother's Day, Father's Day, we like... Yeah, we do a little something with the kids. kids. Anyway, I I don't know if that's like pertinent to the 28 and 28 discussion, but it was important to cover, I thought. Yes. So back to 28 and 28. Um, Basically, it's 28 days of the month of February. And for each day of those 28 days, we do 28 minutes of exercise. That's the 28 and 28. And of course, we encourage you listeners to follow along with us. And we kind of keep you up to date on what we do. We uh, do a and variety. And we like you to keep us up to date on what you're doing to get your body moving. Because we do a wide variety of things, whether it's like video game based, such as Ring Fit or We Fit or Just Dance or those types of things. Mm-hmm. Or it could be exercise bike or uh, treadmill or going out on walks or whatever. So what are we like? What are some of the things we're doing this year? Well, I just said some of them. Um, but I know, there's but some additional there's some things. Additional things. Because we're gonna do a little bit. I mean, in past years, that's pretty much what we've done—just the exercise each day. Last year, of course, we did an extra minute of exercise oh, each man, day, really which really, really did. Um, but this year, there's a couple different things. So I've mentioned previously that I bought myself some weights, and um, I've been doing weights every single day since January 1st. And again, they're not like huge. It's more like. Uh, I guess you would say for toning or whatever, like the biggest pair, because it's three pairs. I got a three pound, a five pound and an eight pound pair. So a total of like 16 pounds for the big one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so what, we'll do it like during a TV show that we're watching or whatever. I'll sit and I'll I'll lift the weights and, um, you know, just exercise my arms in different ways. And I've actually, you know, started to get muscles in places that didn't used to have muscles. Yes, before. I'm not have. not huge or anything like that. But in addition, Chiseled. In a, yeah, right. 
Sure. Can you chisel um, <laughs> gelatinous forms? I, I don't know. I think you can. Um, in addition to the 28 minutes of exercise each day for the month of February, I will also be doing the weights. I'm not counting those. In uh, your 20. In my 28 minutes. So that'll be a separate thing. So I will be doing both 28 minutes of, you know, some sort of aerobic type exercise plus my weights. Yes. There was one other challenge that was suggested to us uh, by listener Ben, and that was to try going uh, meat-free, like do a month of vegetarian, not eating meat. And we discussed this at great length, and um, we're going to do a little something, because we like to do what you guys, our listeners, suggest, you know, we like to try out things and hear your thoughts. We're in kind of a tough position with that right now, because... We're still not going out shopping. I haven't been to the grocery store since November. Yeah, even even like that. We've got stuff delivered mm. or whatever. Um, we, without going into too much detail, have like a program that we're a part mm. of that we get kind of a preset menu. We um, don't really get to pick it. <laughs> and we don't really get to pick what comes with that. And so because of that, we're a little limited on that. But what we did figure we could do at the very least... Um, to try to, you know, work towards that because we just, it would be really tough to have that happen right now for those reasons. Um, what we are going to do though, is we will, for one, we'll cut out pork. And what that means is bacon. Cause that's really basically the pork we have. I mean, we've oh, had, I, I make like sausages, sausages, I, I right. make Italian sausages that's quite right. frequently. So we won't have that. So we'll cut, you know, things of that nature. I mean, obviously, we had ham at Christmas, and we won't be having that again for right now. But, you know. So, we're going to cut out pork for the month. Um, but there was just too many, like, things that have chicken and beef in it that are going to be tough to, like, avoid entirely. Yeah. Again, because we're sort of in a situation. But also, we're going to commit to having fresh fruit each day. Yes. Which is easy for us to do because we grow it in our backyard and it grows in the month of february that's right we have plenty of oranges to have at the very least oranges throughout the entire month of february um so we'll have that i realize that those are minor modifications but that on top of the 28 minutes of exercise each day plus the weight plus the weightlifting for me i think we're gonna have a good month for our 28 and 28 and um something that i started that we can't do every day because of the weather but um, we have been doing obstacle course. Yes. So each day we go out and one of us plans an obstacle. 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 That's your eyes. Obstacle. Obstacle is your eye. An obstacle course uh, for us to go through. And we Around time each other. Yeah, we time each other like wipeout style to see who can get through it the fastest. Yes, and we're fortunate that we have, you know, our orchard, so we have some space to run around back there. And it's quite intense because we're very competitive. Yeah. That's been a lot of fun. So that's one of the ways that we may be doing it, although that in and of itself is not a complete 28 minutes. But, you know, that could be a part of it. But you do run around the yard after everybody, too. Yeah, so it's a part of it. I'm just saying it would be a part of it. We'll be doing lots of other stuff. We'll kind of be showing some of what we do on our Instagram so you can kind of keep up with us on that and, you know, maybe post some stuff in our group and stuff on Facebook. And we would really like to hear from you guys what you do if you're going to participate in it. So make sure you let us know by writing to us at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. And with that, it's time to jump into some listener mail. 
You got mail. All right, well, we got a couple of just quick uh, messages this week, uh, both from the same person, um, but one was to our Facebook message, and they followed it up with an email. Somebody's been catching up on our episodes, I guess. Yes, I suppose someone might have been listening to a bunch of them and then wrote to us at mandarianornshowgmail.com. All right, so let's see. We're going to read the uh, Gmail, and then I'll follow up with the Facebook message. This says, Hi, I just wanted to say how happy I am that you want to go to the land of Mamma Mia. Um, I don't know what this thing is that is being spoken Mama of. Yeah. I know there was an episode recently we talked about wanting to go to Greece because of the Durrells of Corfu, or in Corfu. But I don't know what that has to do with any of this Mamma, Mamma Mia. Mia. I think that's Italian, <laughs> isn't it? Mamma Mia, yeah, would be Italian possibly. I don't know. Says I can't wait until we get to plan that trip. What? what? Love from mom. Oh, oh now this okay. makes sense. Okay, this is from my mom. Yay! And she followed that up with, "Or is that from love, mom?" Because that's how all of their Amazon packages that are like <laughs> gifts always are labeled. Because it says from on there on the little gift tag. And then she puts love mom. So it says from love mom. And then on Facebook, she also wrote and said. Just so you know, I got all your truth lie game right. Oh, yes. Our new truth and lies game. Now I said, who, Philip or me? Janelle calls me Philip to my mom because that's what my mom calls me. That's my real <laughs> She's name. She's never called you Phil. So. No. And she said, Philip and you. Philip's I knew for sure. Yours, I guessed. I said, mine are pretty far out there, but I'm trying to stump Philip. And she said, you'll do it. And on last week's, you did. I, I, I missed know. This one. was before, before she yeah. listened to that. Yeah. Because they're listening on a Google one, and it came out a little bit later. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, um, I know Mom is talking about Mom Mia because it's not a movie that I care for. I've never watched it, but I've watched the trailers and I've seen enough. Um, but she really likes that movie a lot. And I think there's a sequel. They somehow made another one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. It's like the daughter. The, the first one was like the mom's perspective and then it's the daughter's perspective. When they do the spinoff sequel, Papa Mio... Maybe I'll watch that. <laughs> um, anyway, it's uh, I do want to go to Greece. Really I'm, bad. I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to go to like a Mamma Mia tour or anything like that, but I do want to go to Greece. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Mom and dad can go off and do their Mamma Mia tour. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll go see all the, the John Travolta memorabilia. <laughs> they stuff. often like do their own thing, which is why we enjoy traveling. With your family, because they don't mind, like, splitting off and doing their own thing. But your parents have done a drive-through zoo in, like, every destination we've ever gone yeah, to. the water buffalo is the same no matter where you go. <laughs> I don't understand that. Glad they enjoy it. And that's the nice thing about having two separate vehicles, is they can do that and I don't have to. <laughs> the funny part is Audrey's like, after seeing AFB, I would never, ever, ever want to do an animal drive through zoo. And I'm like, Audrey, you've done one. And she's like, what? And I did go with your parents once yeah. to the Barizona. That's right. Well, um... But we didn't get spit in by a camel or 
That just means when they go there, when we go there, they can go see the Meryl Streep Museum and we can go see the John Travolta Museum. (laughs) What? John Travolta has a museum in Greece? Sure, you know. And uh, I think Michelle Pfeiffer does for Greece, too. (laughs) Oh, I just got it. (laughs) Mm, Another movie I've never seen. You have to. I, I have not. I watched it with you in college. You, I didn't. You keep saying that, but I didn't. I never watched it. I didn't Gosh, watch it I then. I have it on video. I like, didn't watch it. I might have seen like clips of it, and I was like, oh, I'm done with this. No, I made you watch the What is it thing. with all the people singing around Greece? Both Greece and Mamma Mia. Just know. talk like a normal person. That's all I'm asking. I like Greece. The John Travolta one. Here's it's the thing. Good one. I like musicals sometimes, but I don't like musicals just because they're musicals. There are some musicals that are epic and wonderful, and I'll watch them all the time, but it's not, it's gotta be like a worthwhile thing. I don't like it just because they sing. I'm aware of your feelings about musicals. Well, I'm telling our listeners at home. <laughs> I mean, like, My Fair Lady, Mary Poppins, uh, Sound of Music, Oklahoma, South Pacific. Yeah, like any of those Rodgers and Hammerstein ones. Sure, those are that's a certain thing, and they get it right. But even modern ones, I liked La La Land. That was pretty good. That's yeah. good. I was a little worried about it at first, but it turned Greatest out pretty Showman. good. Greatest Showman is great. Um, there's some animated ones I love, like The Little Mermaid. It's fantastic. Um, but it's just got to be just right. Not all of the animated ones do I like. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> another fantastic example. I like some musicals. I just don't like them just because they're musicals. That's all. Chicago. Ugh. See, that one was terrible. <laughs> we saw that in the theater, too. Yeah, that was bad. I did not enjoy that. So there you go. That's my take on musicals. But I do want to go to Greece. And I do like that mom wrote to us at both of our most popular ways to get a hold of us. So if you guys would like to do so, you can write to us once again, like I said, at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. And with that, uh, speaking of our new segment that has become somewhat popular, we've got our next uh, Truths and Lies. I think it's your turn to go first this time. Okay. All right, let's hear it. This is Janelle. Now, once again, if you guys are first-time listeners or you're not familiar, it's like two truths and a lie. We'll tell each other uh, three facts about ourselves, um, and then we have the other person has to guess which ones are true and which ones are lies. At least one of them has to be true, but in order to make it more challenging, any of them could be true or only one. It just has to be at least one is true. Yes. I think that was about as... They can't ob- all be lies. That's right. That was about as obtuse a way of explaining as I possibly could. So, <laughs> there you go. Okay. I know that you know that I used to want to be a plumber when I was growing up. Yes. Is that one of your facts? No. Oh, okay. Because I knew you knew that. Yes. And yes, I did have a fascination with unclogging the toilet and sink. That is, it's a thing that's come in handy in our and marriage. I have done my fair share of unclogging things. I do it too. Most of the time now. Now I do. I've like given it to you because I'm over that. But I have, you know, done that. But 
did you know about these career aspirations? Okay, let's hear it. Flight attendant. Okay, until I interviewed a flight attendant for a school project, and she kept sharing about her near-death experiences, so then I didn't want to be a flight attendant anymore. Okay, that's number one. Figure skater, until I fell and sliced my knee open with an ice skate. Okay, that's number two. And three, grocery store checker. Until I was a grocery store courtesy clerk, and they were way too snobby for me. All right, so listeners at home, play along. See what your guess is. Write us and tell us what you think. Um, I'm going to first of all say I know that that figure skating one is correct. I know that happened to you, that you uh, wanted to be a figure skater, and that happened to your knee. I also know that you were a grocery store. You worked at a grocery store briefly until they went on strike. So I'm, I don't know if you actually like aspired to that or not. But I think maybe you thought that would be a fun job to have until you like worked at a lower level and realized it wasn't fun. So I'm going to say that one's true, and I don't think the airline one is true. I've never heard anything like that before. Go. <laughs> How'd I do? Um, you got one of them right. Okay. You said grocery store checker was right, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was right. Okay. Flight attendant, I did. I had a whole project I did. Really? I did a presentation. I interviewed a flight attendant. That's all true. I I don't think I've ever heard that story. I, like, was really excited. That was, like, in the eighth grade. Yeah. That's what I wanted to be. Well, I mean, it's a cool way to travel around. Yeah. And, um... She also told me, well, the horror, like, she told me so many horror stories, but this one is, like, vivid. She said that the plane dropped so low you could see the tops of the trees, and everybody was screaming, and she, like, hit her head and, like, busted it open, and the pilots, like, miraculously (laughs) saved it, and, like... Wow. But all the masks dropped down, and I was, like... And then she told me some other ones, too, that were, like, scary. So that, like, was, like, eh. And she just said, you know, that's because I was taking, you know, six to seven flights a week. And when you fly that much, you know, you'd be surprised how many scary things happen. I can't believe I've never heard this story before. Yeah, I, I made it, like big old poster board it's like one of the school assignments i actually did but i don't think you told me that right like i don't remember you ever telling me about that i don't know i don't know what i've told you i (laughs) all right well if you did i just totally forgot about it. okay so the figure skater like i did slice my knee open but i never aspired to be a figure skater all right what did i aspire to be a gymnast yes yeah but you also love figure skating and i knew you sliced your knee open i was not good at figure skating all right well i was good at gymnastics i'm just saying that's a pretty tricky one (laughs) it is because i knew you sliced your knee open on a it's not like you haven't done that all right okay so i have a i have to ask permission on this one okay because i have a theme going So I actually have four items. I could remove one if you want, but you'll see why. It's a pretty good little theme. Whatever. If you You want me to pull the rules. No, no, no. If you want me to pull it out, I will. It's just that it's a fun little theme and I think it'll they'll you'll see. You'll see. It's quick and easy. Because I don't have like all the big backstories like you do. I just have quick facts. (laughs) 
You got to, see, that's the thing too with yours. Like if it was well, just, I'm a good liar. So. It, it was, if it was just like I sliced my knee open, I'd be like, yeah, I know you did that. But then you have this whole like, well, I didn't actually want to be a figure skater though. So we'll see. All right. So here you'll see why. And I think you'll agree. This is a, a fair one to do. Okay, this uh, is pertains to when I was in school, when I was a kid, okay? Um, I competed in a regional spelling bee. I competed in a regional science fair. I competed in a regional fencing tournament. And I competed in a regional quiz bowl championship. Now, if you want me to pull one out, I can, but you see what I mean. They're all related. It does make it harder. Okay, if you want me to pull it out, I can. Okay. Now that we've heard it, you're going to pull it out. Uh-huh. I can. be silly. All right, good. Because it's too good okay. not to Well, like, I know you were in the regional spelling bee. Okay. So that's true. I'm not answering it until you say more. Um, I know you were in the regional science fair. I mean, I think they had regional science fair. You went on to the state, state championship science fair. So you're saying that's true? But maybe there wasn't a regional and you're trying to trick me. I'm not, I'm not, uh... I'm going to say yes to that. Okay. Um, I I will say this, that regional or county could be the same thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, either one is the same. Okay. Because San Bernardino County is giant, so it's kind of interchangeable. In fact, it's the largest county in the United States. Fun geography fact. Yes, it is. Um, but not the most populated. That's true. So, um, you did do fencing in high school, but I've never heard about the regional tournament, so I'm going <laughs> to say no to that. Okay. And I know you did quiz bowl, too. Quiz bowl, for those that don't know, is like an academic uh, competition. Decathlon. Sort of, sort of like the academic decathlon, but it was more just trivia-based instead of like writing essays and stuff. I'm going to say yes to that. So you're saying true, true, false, true. Yeah. Yes. You were wrong on one. Only one, though. Well, I would have been wrong if there were only three. That's true. And uh, it's fair. But still, it was a good theme. And I couldn't decide (laughs) which one not to put in there. You're always breaking the Which one of those would you not have put in there, though? Rebel. And plus, spelling bee and science fair counts as one, because you know I did those. That's not even, like, a question. I talk about those all the time. All right. Well, tell me. So I was in a regional spelling bee, like, multiple years in a row. It wasn't, like, the same system as Scripps, so, like, the regional was as far as you could go. And I remember you telling me Yeah, the way they did it, once you got to, like, it's like the county, you know, in this case. And once you got there, it wasn't just a straight spelling bee. They had, like, different games like they would do uh you know word puzzles in one room and then just a straight spelling bee in one room and they would have like a scrabble game in one and you rotate around to the rooms and compete and then you would get medals for each different competition Mm -hmm. so it was i don't know but they it was called the spelling what was it called spelling connection i think they called it so we did like a traditional spelling bee at our school and then the winners of that went on to this this county thing so it was different there was no chance to go to you know, a state spelling bee in the nationals, but it was a really well, cool thing. Well, now Scripps is in our county, thanks to that's right. This that's right. teacher right here. I don't know how like they did it differently. I don't think they do that anymore. But it was really cool. I, I haven't heard it was of a it. lot of fun. I did it like four years in a row. I want to say something like that. I still have all my medals. 
believe it or not. And how'd you do? Well, I just, I got a lot of medals. It, again, it's not like one thing. So, you know, there was something like what five or six. What did you win in? I don't remember. <laughs> there was like five or six rooms that you would go around. And then I got, I mean, I got blue ribbons in some of them, but I don't, not all of them. I don't remember exactly. But I have multiple medals and ribbons from those various tournaments. And pencils, for that matter. And there you go. Audrey got second place in her classroom spelling bee. This year, yeah. And Luke got 10th. He was not too thrilled with that number this time. He's very, he thought it was like in the bag since he's won other years, but you know. It you never know. Sometimes. You get those words, and then, yeah. especially over Zoom, you're like, huh? Yep. It's a little challenging. So, next, the regional science fair. Yes, we, the way it goes, it was, uh, you know, I was chosen from our school to go on to the, it's again, county science fair, and then it goes to state. I said regional because it all fits together, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whatever, county, regional. Um, that's and, why I was a little. Well, that's why I clarified I as you, you were guessing. Like, went straight to state. It just fits better if I say regional each time. But you no, know, you go from there, and so then you have to do the whole presentation. You know, you do it at the school science fair, then you do it at the county one, and then only a few people are picked from county to go on to region or to the state one in science fair. And I think it was like different categories, like uh, biologic sciences. They pick one person. You know, physics. They pick one person. Whatever. Didn't you place? Well, so in, I went to three years of the county science fair. Uh, one year I did not make it through. I, that's as far as I got as the county. Two years I went on to the state science fair. But didn't you place in the state? At the state science fair, one of the years I got like first runner up or something like that. Okay. Like there was, you know, blue, red, white ribbon, and then there was like the first runner up, which yeah. I mean, I think so there's. Impressive. There was something like 15 people in the category, so it's fourth place, right. you know, but at a statewide level. Yeah. And great. then the other year we got, I did it as a, a team project with my friend John. And we got, we won, like, our category. That's right. Yes. But it was together. You and Crush. Yes. So, um, that's my history of science fair. Now, I was in a fencing, it wasn't really a team, it was like fencing lessons, really. And at some point, I think a couple of the guys went and did, like, a tournament, but I never got around to actually doing it. I actually got the stuff and was training for it, but... Uh, by the time they started doing it, because I started in junior high, went on into high school a bit. Um, but as I got further into high school and got into heavier and heavier course loads, I kind of had to pull back a little on the fencing, just, you know, time-wise. So I never actually went to a competition. Although we did, like, in-class competitions all the time, you know, with our local people. But we never did, like, the, the big one. Or at least I never did. That's fencing. I loved fencing, though. It was super fun. Um it's uh, it's the one like organized sport really that I was ever involved in. I did lifeguarding, you know, swimming. Yeah. Anyway, super great. I did do quite a bit of stage fencing, however, because that was the other thing we did in there is train to do stage fencing, and I was involved in a number of local productions where I got <laughs> to use my stage fencing skills. Um, and finally, quiz bowl. I was in quiz bowl. Um, and I did go to the regional championship. I was going to say no to this, too. But on the quiz bowl team, I was the alternate, and I never, I never 
actually had to do it, which it was kind of one of those things. Like I, people were always trying to get me to do academic decathlon, and that is so much extra work because they have to do extra reports and right. reading blah, blah blah. Quiz bowl was basically studying for a trivia challenge. It was just trivia. Right. Um, but I, I was so like overwhelmed with all my AP classes and stuff. I just didn't have time. But they really wanted me to join the team, so I joined as an alternate and studied with them. And I got so I got to have like. You know, on my on my resume, whatever for college, right? Um, and I got to go on the trip and miss a day of school for it, but <laughs> I didn't actually participate in it. And it wasn't that I didn't want to; it just in the time, right? You know, just time. Uh, but I, you know, I was part of. I studied with them, helped people to study and stuff, and then we. Hey, I was traveled. alternate on a jury trial, and I went on to be the jury right. four person. Well, when so. I was there. I was in the audience with them, rooted them on, and yeah. you know, but I just so everyone you kind was there. Of were. I know, but it says I competed in, and I didn't compete. I did travel to. You want to know what's funny? Where the tournament was, Beaumont. Bobo. Beaumont. Yep. It was a big trip for us. That's like the city next door. That's right, next door. Not Beaumont, Texas. Well, you guys, that's Truths and Lies. Um, we each stumped each other a little bit. Not too much, but a bit. How I did you guys do? I you more because I only had three. All right. <laughs> I, you, you see why, though. That's too good of a like setup to not do them all. Okay. Okay. Well, let, we'd love to hear how you guys... Uh, Fair in those, you can always uh, write in and let and us play know. Along. Play along. And we'll try to guess. Yeah, if you want to send us two truths and a lie, it might be hard to do based on how well we know you. But For you, know. you guys, it should be two truths and a lie. Yeah, that's right. Because we, we don't, don't know you that well. Stump. With that, we're going to jump over to movie time. Movie time. All right, we have to talk movies real quick because um, <laughs> we had a really fun thing this weekend. So um, I, we talked earlier actually about how we were doing Mac and Me as our exercise movie mm-hmm. um, where we like all march around and dance in place while we watch a bad movie. Just, Audrey's really into bad movies. She loves bad movie exercise time. So um, we did finish that because I think we were like partway through it before, you know, because we just do it in like half hour chunks. It's really, really bad if you guys have never watched it. But one of the fun things is we were looking around then, and I didn't realize this, but the latest season of Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix, they did Mac and Me. Mac and Me. I'm sure listeners out there know Mystery Science Theater 3000, but if not, they watch bad movies and they have like little outlines of themselves in front of the theater and they make dumb jokes about it to make the movie. Which is what we do. We already do that already. So, I think you suggested I looking suggested that up. I suggested it. I did. You me. did. But I was like, oh, yeah, the kids, this is, like, perfect for them. And so, we watched that. And, you know, I realized that some of them are more appropriate than others. Like, some of the movies they cover, you know. But Yeah, and we're doing the ones we exercise. Right. But it was so great. And the kids. So, we did the exercise thing. And then we watched the Mr. Science Theater version of it. They were literally rolling on the floor laughing. Rolling on the floor. Like, I was like, Luke, breathe. You need to breathe. Audra said it hurt. Like, her her body hurt from laughing so hard. It was so great. I'm rolling around. And it was. And it was. It's super funny. And they just had no idea that this was a thing <laughs> that, that this existed. existed. Wait, what we do when we work out to a movie is actually a TV show? Because Audrey's already, in particular, been very into watching bad movies. 
and discovering that we've talked about them on here before. So then she's like, we got to do more of this. So I looked up uh, what another good one that we, cause she wants to watch it first and then watch their version of it. Cause they really liked that pattern. So we, next up we watched Santa Claus conquers the Martians. We had were ever, supposed to just do like 30 minutes and we did the whole, well, we did. No, we did one yesterday, yesterday and then we did like the rest of it today. It today. What did, you never watched it before. No, no. It was so bizarre and weird and dumb. And so dumb. There's a cool uh, quote in it. Uh, the, the Spivvies, which is a band that we loved and that I was involved with in various ways um, throughout their existence. Um, but they have a, a Christmas song, and there's a quote from there. Yeah. All this trouble over I a fat little that. man in a red I, suit. I remembered the quote from the CD, but I didn't... I forgot it was from this. Like, I've watched this before. I've heard it before. I knew it was in there, but I forgot this was the one that was in. So that was fun when that popped up. Anyway, it's super bad and cheesy. If you've ever never watched it, I recommend it. And it was made as like a kid's movie. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's pretty appropriate for kids, but it's bizarre. <laughs> and then Audrey's like, can we um, just start the mystery science theater for it and then we watch the whole thing because <laughs> it's so Cause she knows us <laughs> now it's funny because the older ones have a lot older pop culture references and so more of those jokes went over the kids yeah I, I feel like the one the mac and me one from i think it was 2017 yeah 18 they, 2018 2018 they just like it was so present day right this one was 1991 right so there's so, there's always they always do topical stuff and yeah. we got a lot of this stuff, yeah but we it was were 1991 like, jokes you know? but there was plenty there, there, there's plenty of timeless stuff as well i think they liked it a lot yes and they also love seeing like when they make the same jokes that we made when mm-hmm. we were watching it so we always like looking at each other oh, oh we just said that so those have been that's been really fun um it definitely they have to be they had to be like the right age. Like if they were younger, they wouldn't have cared no, about it, no. wouldn't have gotten it. But they're at like the sweet spot now, mm-hmm. where it's just super funny. So that's it. That's movies. All right, we got to move along here. We're gonna do one last segment for the show, and that is fiction books. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? Like it? I try to love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction. Do you like fiction books? I do. We haven't talked fiction books in, in a little while. It's been a few episodes. Yeah. Um, and a lot of reading has been going on. What you been reading lately? So I am reading Story Thieves, book yeah. one. James Riley. You mm-hmm. read the his first series, but you never read Story Thieves. No, I did not. So What, what do you think? I, I'm really enjoying it. I, I kind of have to go back and read some every time, and that's... Not the book's fault. It's just I have a very uh, busy schedule right now. So well, he writes very complicated plots. He does. It's awesome, but it's it's so, not a good one to like pick up weeks later. And, and that's what I've been doing. But I'm enjoying it. But sometimes I'll be like, wait, what? I gotta go back and look. Yeah. So it's very. I kind of had to do some some rereading, and I've also been reading the Wild Robot. With the kids. Yeah. How do you like that? Uh, um, I'm enjoying it. The kid, like, I do these things with, like, my school where the school reads, like, we all read the same book. Like, 
we don't necessarily read it with our students. It's like they're supposed to read it on their own. And then I read it, you know, with my family. So it's probably not one I would have chosen. But um, I don't know. I, I'm not bored. Well, that's... Wow, that that's high praise. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's taking us a long time to get through it. But the plot's not very complicated. I've listened so. to you guys reading it um, occasionally. And it's, it sounds kind of like a downer. They've picked two downer books. Like... The first year, one and only Ivan was oh like gosh, was one atrocious. of the most depressing. And we watched the movie on Disney Plus. Me and the kids did when you were oh yeah sleeping or recording a podcast or one of those things. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> I do a lot of those. <laughs> and um, we liked the movie way better because yeah. it was written by Mike White and. Um, it was had they made it a little more uplifting and not so dark. Yeah. Um, but this one's a little bit of a downer too. I hope that it ends positive. Well, I hope so too because all the stuff I've heard is like, oh my gosh. But I also like to read with the kids. So the books I've been reading, I can't remember. I feel like maybe I talked about finishing the High King, the Chronicles of Perdane, the High King. You talked a little bit about it. And yeah. then we finished the Foundling, which is the kind of follow-up book. He did some short stories mm-hmm. that told the backstory of some of the stuff. I love those books so much. I cannot recommend them enough for adults to read, read them with your kids. It's one of my favorite series ever. And I've reread it multiple, multiple times. And speaking of things I've read multiple times, um, well, because <laughs> after that, I went on to read, I don't even have this on here, but the next book that we read is another book that I read multiple, multiple times, The Princess Bride, um, which is one of my all-time favorite books. And that's been really fun to read with them. Because they both have seen the movie, but it's been long enough. Like, Luke doesn't really remember it, and Audrey just has vague memories of it. And so it's fun reading it, and then we're going to watch the movie again. They can kind of compare it. But all this stuff with, like... You know, outside of the main story with William Goldman talking about the fake countries and all. And oh, yeah. they just eat that stuff up. It's magical. Again, they had to be the right age to appreciate and get all that stuff. Um, so that's a blast. That's what I'm reading with them right now. They also have, like, the series they've been reading uh, with Grandpa, with my dad. Um, you know, they always read books with them. They just finished reading I Want to Go Home, which is another one of my favorite books that I've I read. I listened in on that one, and I really enjoyed it. Gordon Corman, I Want to Go Home. It's the funniest book I've ever read. I can read it over and over again, and I never stop laughing. Dad could barely get through it. He was laughing yeah. so hard. And he's read it multiple times. He's read it to me when I was a kid. <laughs> he's read it multiple times. And then tell them what Luke did. What did Luke do? That's right. He, um, his teacher is looking for a book for them to read as a class. In and, fourth grade. He's in fourth grade. And he, like, proposed that they read I Want to Go Home because he had just read it with Dad and he thought it was so funny. And they put it to a vote and the class voted for his book. So now his class is reading it. She had to hunt down a copy because it's out of print. They reprinted it a little while, I think, in the early 2000s and then that went out of print. So she had to find a copy of, like, the newer version of it. And, um... Anyway, so they're reading that. He was very surprised because I don't think he was there for the vote because they they, his school's meeting in person. They do like a hybrid. They were online though while they were they. Yeah. Oh, I thought he came back. I thought he told me he came back and he was surprised everybody voted for him. I'm pretty sure he was there. Yeah. But it just that he wasn't physically there to be (laughs) a part of it. But yeah. 
Um, I think they know he's got good taste, and he reads a lot, so he must know what a good book right. to read is. And it's been fun. I'll like peek my head in and listen. And she, his teacher, is like reading it, and she can't <laughs> stop laughing. laughing. She's like, "This book is so funny." I didn't think. I think she probably thought it was just going to be like a you know the kid book to read, not realizing it was genuinely like one of the funniest books ever made. So okay, that's the stuff that they're reading. Well, now with my dad, what are they reading now? They're reading the next they read uh, the Gordon Corman one, Ungifted. That's right. Um, which is also great. It's the story of a kid who uh, is like a troublemaker, but through a mix-up, winds up going to a gifted school, and he's got to like fly low, and it's got it's some like great. Like the good place. Yeah, it is. It's like that, and uh, it's got some good fish out of water humor and all kinds of great stuff. Gordon Corman is great. I know that some of his stuff he writes for kids, but it's uh, he's a good author. He's clever. So the stuff I've been reading personally. Because, you know, you got to have your books you read together and then separate. Um, I read uh, another Gordon Corman book called A Semester in the Life of a Garbage Bag. This one's targeted more towards, like, a high school age. It's really good. I've read it before. But I just love his stuff. And I reread it over and over again. Um, next, I read Alcatraz versus the Evil Librarians. My brother sent this to me uh, for Christmas. And uh, he's been trying to get me to read this forever. And that's a good solution. Yeah. If you want someone to read something, give it to them for their birthday or Christmas. Yeah. Then they, like, have to, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I read it's the beginning of a series, and it was really fun. Very very well done by Brandon Sanderson. Um, so I'll probably have to pick up the rest of those at some point. Um, and then finally, well, almost finally, I read The Game of X. This is very exciting. Um, this is a book that the movie Condor Man was based on or loosely mm. adapted from. Um, you know, it was written in, like, 1963, and... Uh, it's the story of a spy who becomes a spy, sort of like he just gets casually asked by a friend and winds up in a big caper and stuff. Again, very, very loosely adapted into Condor Man, but it was a lot of fun to read, especially comparing notes. I love Condor Man, yes, as you know. Yes, Anyway, it's fun to read. And now I'm reading the Percy Jackson series because the kids have been bugging me to read that. They so. have. That's where I'm at. That's our fiction books. Nice. What are you guys reading? Let us know. Write to us at mandarianorangeshow at gmail.com. And that's the end of the show. Woo! You guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Janelle, thank you for recording with me. Always a pleasure. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Um, so for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.